0: Show, hour number three on this Tuesday, the same day of the All-Star Game. All-Star Game, by chance, in case you are just tuning us in, if it uh, happens to end in a tie, they're going to have a home run derby to decide the winner, which I think is a little bit crazy, but, you know, oh well. 877-867-1670, that's the number to get a hold of us. you want to find us over on Twitter, do it, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also find Ben Kenny. Over at Ben Z. Kenny, over on uh, Twitter, uh, also. Find him there. Good stuff. Um, So give us a shout. So um, we were talking about that. We were talking about Josh Hader and whether or not people actually uh, want to trade him. So we can get into that discussion. Let's get right to it. Let's go to Jared listening to us in DeForest. Uh, Jared, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Doing good, Bill.
1: Um, just listening to your talk on the All-Star game. I was wondering if you guys know why they're cutting it at nine innings. Is it like a player rest thing, or is it purely for like TV rating?
0: I, I, well, that's a great question. I, I think it's just because they don't want to play extra innings. I, I don't think it's anything more than that. I just don't think they want to save. I think they want to make sure all the players play. And I want to think. I also think that they don't want to go extra innings and say end up in a thirteen or fifteen inning game or anything like that. I think that's just the reason they're doing it.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of get the idea of what they're what why they're doing it. I know in all star games past though, there have been pitchers that haven't made it into the game by the time they get to that ninth inning. So I would like to see them, you know, exhaust their bullpen, so to say, so that all these teams can get represented because there are some teams who only send, you know, a relief pitcher, they don't get in. They they, they earn their shot, let them play. Then once all the pitchers have pitched, then go to your um, your Hokie ideas to end the game in a more exciting fashion.
0: Mm-hmm. See, I, I agree. I don't think... That they should just end the game after nine innings and go to a home run derby. I'm, I'm. Then again, I'm more of a traditionalist. I don't think. First of all, it's few and far between that we're ever going to see a game and then a tie. You know, very, very rare. Do you find a game going into extra innings? So that's the first thing. But I, I don't know. I, I just, it, it's always been the purest form of All Star Game there has been of all of sports. I hate to see them make it hokey now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. I, and your idea,
1: me. though, on the on the hitting, like you know, hit it, punt it, hit it right, hit it left, then pull. I yeah. think that's a that's a good alternative. So I, I I could get behind that.
0: I'd love to see that because that would at least make it in, genuinely interesting, in my opinion. It would make it something then, that okay people would want to see because you know now you're talking about having to put a ball in a certain area, at a certain zone, at a certain time, and think you know you're actually seeing somebody do baseball things rather than just power hitting,
1: right. And then maybe instead of points, you score it on distance. You add up all the distances. That way if, if a team takes, you know, five or six try, attempts to complete the first three, then they can start hitting absolute bombs to then catch up, and there would be a little drama behind it.
0: Right. That's, I, I don't mind it. I'd I do it that way. That's just me, though. We're solving the world's problems and making far too much sense. That's the problem with this. <laughs> Baseball doesn't follow that same sense and sensibility. All right. Thanks for the time, Bill. Appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You get on board. 877 867 1670. Hit us up. Let's go back to the phones. Talk to our buddy Daniel, listening to us in Toma. Daniel, how you doing, man? What's going on?
2: Not a long time. I
3: talk, but I, was, I like the game of small ball. You know, like, you know, I think it's more interesting when, you know, as I, I played softball in the tournament this weekend, I said, I'll get on the base. It's up to you guys to get me home because. I don't got the long ball anymore. And I was four for five for an old guy. I was the oldest guy to playing in the tournament. But our team got our butt handed to us. But oh, okay. I think small ball is more interesting than any game. Anytime. I like in games where there's a double and a single. And, you know, like the cycle, we make a big thing about the cycle because it doesn't happen every day. If you can get, yeah, I like your idea about the small ball or something like that. And then. Make it more hitting instead of just you know all pitching or whatever. I right. I kind of like that idea, you know. It,
2: mm-hmm. Just
3: but I don't understand. It's just like the all star for football, all star for baseball and hockey. They're always trying to change it because people. I don't. Is it the players that don't like the game? Maybe now these days they just think it's a waste of time or what is it? Because all say every league out here is changing it. Basketball. They're all they're all kind of like going away from it, you know, like recognize me that I'm an all-star, but I don't want to play. Is that? Uh, kind of well, like some, some get out of again. it for
0: legitimate, some get out of it for legitimate reasons. Well, and I mean, I for
3: injuries, I understand that for injury, but I'm just saying at one time the all-star game for the football, I mean, they really put some effort out there. They went out there to hit, Yep. you know, and now it's a touch. I mean, basically it's two-hand touch. It's got to that point. And then baseball, well, it's because of like, money. Well, nobody wants problem. to get hurt. Is, is the union? Is it the unions doing it, or is it just the players are just saying, you know, this is just a joke. You know, I remember. Uh, I don't know if they still do it. If you made the All Star, you got a bonus. See, a lot of players had a bonus in there, like a hundred thousand, million dollars, mm-hmm. just for getting voted on the All Star. Do they still right. do that? Or yeah, they still
0: it? do that. There, that's still something in some contracts, sure.
3: maybe they should put it down there that you get the million dollars only if you play and put some effort into it. I mean, it is is entertainment. You know what I'm saying? You're right. It's
0: entertainment. But how do you determine how much effort is being put in? You know what I mean?
3: Well, I agree. There's got to be something for it. That's what I'm trying to – I guess that's what I'm trying to point out. And I agree with you. I mean, small ball, I don't think they can get hurt. Well, they still could get hurt because you're running the bases or something like that. Mm-hmm. you know but um i don't know i i hate seeing all-star games when its zero zero it is boring but right i like i i like excitement when there's some runs produced or something you know in softball in these terms we go to we're only allowed so many home runs you know maybe that's what the you only allow six home runs if, if that's even possible but, I mean, so
0: you want them to put a limit on home runs in the in in what the all-star game and make
3: a, yeah to make them do a small ball yeah the oh, okay. idea is just to do the small ball to make it more. <laughs> <laughs> just an idea. Yeah, I mean, wow. I don't know. It, that's what they do in softball. You know, we get the tournaments, you're allowed six, six home runs, and after that, every home run's out.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, don't know, know. if uh, no, they're going to do that, but.
3: You know. Okay. Well, the pitchers aren't throwing as hard, so they can hit the ball harder. If they really wanted to, I bet you some of them could probably hit a home run because the pitchers aren't throwing the best because it's an all-star
2: game.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you right. agree with that? Yeah. You're not throwing. No, no, I, I think speed. the pitchers are out there giving it their all. I think the pitchers give it their all because they're only going to pitch an inning or two, and they know that.
3: Oh, okay. Well, I was just wondering if they let off a little just because they don't want to throw their arm out. And I've never hurt anybody yet. But if you threw your arm out in an All-Star game, that would really, really hurt you and you know, in the long run because you're hurting your team when you go back home. You can't pitch.
0: Right. No, that, that I completely agree with. But I I think a lot of guys just go all out because they know they're only going to pitch a couple of innings, and that's going to be the extent of it.
3: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Okay? All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. You too. Talk to you later. The comparison to softball. I don't know if we're going down that path. Ben, did that make any sense to you? Well, when
4: he mentions players not wanting to get hurt, I will point out first that it is very possible to get hurt playing softball. I'm one example of that. And second, <laughs> a pitcher has broken his hand while bunting. So let's not act as if it's a safe activity.
0: Right. In um, 2004. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, that Usually when a pitcher gets hurt because of bunting, it's because the pitcher is not that good at bunting to begin with. Just an FYI. Correct me if
4: I'm wrong. I don't see any any wrong in that statement. I just, you know, I wh- I wanted to find. He said, "Guys don't want to participate because they're afraid of getting hurt." All this stuff. That part of the conversation. I looked back to see when pitchers of you know broken hands while bunting, just to make sure mm-hmm. that it's out there. Zach right. Day, August first,
0: two thousand four. Gotcha. Okay. Now we've got confirmation that it can happen. Um, boy, we've gotten really far off topic. In the grand scheme of things. We've gotten kind of out there. Uh, this one is from a Matthew over on the Bud Light livestream. He said, would you support the concept of the winning team tonight being able to not only have home field advantage in the World Series, but also get to pick which four games they get to have as home field advantage? Would that make the stakes big enough? Ooh. Um... See, I'm not a fan of that, and here's the reason why. Because let's say you're a team like the Brewers, and the Brewers and the National League wins. Well, the Brewers, first of all, didn't have any position players there, and the two pitchers they did have, both have opted out, and yet they're going to be the benefactor of other teams' players winning the All-Star game and being able to pick home field advantage and what games they get home field advantage for, in the postseason, in the in the World Series. I, that would, I, no, I'm not a fan of that. Because I honestly think the team that gets to the World Series, what your body of work is should determine whether or not you get home field advantage. And that should be the best, the, the, the largest win total of of regular season wins of the team that makes it to the World Series. That's the team that should have home field advantage. That's just my opinion. Regardless of, say, they win the division or not, let's say the Dodgers get knocked off, right? The Dodgers get knocked off, but in the grand scheme of things, let's just say for blanks and giggles that, you know, you've got San Diego, we'll say, makes it to the World Series. The Dodgers get knocked off, but San Diego has right now like 52 wins, but they didn't win their division. But the Brewers, who did win their division, only have 50 wins. Well, the body of work, the division they play in, to me, they've done more through the gauntlet of wins and losses. San Diego then, therefore, should have the, have the benefit of having the the, the the home field advantage throughout because let's just say, um, say Minnesota ends up getting to the World Series, which we know it's not going to happen, but say Minnesota does. Minnesota, they won the Central, but they only have 50 wins on the season where the San Diego Padres, they were a wild card, but they have 52 wins. I think the team that has the most regular season wins should be the team that has the the advantage when it comes to uh, home field advantage in the postseason, in the World Series. That's my opinion, regardless of whether you're a wild card or not. just my, Do you like that bet or not? I
4: do. It is very sensible. I do miss liking the all-star game due to the fact that I felt like I had stake in it. Like growing up when the Phillies were good, I would watch the all-star game in two thousand eight, nine, ten, 10, all that with the purpose of if the NL wins, if the Phillies make the world series, it's very significant. So as a fan, it's great for the all-star game, but then you get to the playoffs and yes, especially with the expanded playoffs and more poor teams getting in. If a team goes and makes a run, the team that had more success during the regular season should get home field i agree
0: i i'd like to see that uh 877 1670 give us your thoughts if you choose to do so hey there's a great company called pindel p-i-n-d-e-l quality machining manufacturing company right here in our own backyard and they are good people not just people that want a job but people that want a career possibly a long-term future in all of this they're paying great wages and benefits and if you want to look into this and if you because recession's coming and we all know everybody's bills are all of a sudden going to be coming due and there's going to be layoffs and such throughout uh, the area from many different aspects this is a company that's right now hiring so get in now. Get in good with our friends from Pindell. Go to PINDEL.com, pindel.com Pindell.com. And if you're a company looking to work with or get parts from or made by a quality manufacturing company right here in the state of Wisconsin, go to Pindell.com, P-I-N-D-E-L.com, Pindell.com. Pindel.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show.
2: softening system out
0: there, hands down the Connecticut water softening system and if you want to get it and uh, get it done locally our friends over there at the water doctors, John Atley and the gang H2O two letter o, doctors.com H2O doctors.com or call them 262-549-7733 and they make donations and they do great things for veterans, so they work with the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy if you're looking for a great company, a great water softening system and to do something charitable along the way get a hold of our buddy John Atley and the gang at the water doctors h2 the letter o doctors.com h2 the letter o doctors.com or call them directly 262 549 7733 ask for John John's the owner over there he he's the guy that gets it done 262 549 7733 that's our friends over there at the water doctors go to h2 the letter o doctors.com that's h2 the letter o doctors.com Got our buddy on the line from up in the lacrosse area. Grant Bills is now joining us. Uh, we'll talk some Brewers and some Buffett. Now, Grant, did you hear the show open a little earlier today?
5: Yes. And I was really loving it. I, I love that Jimmy Buffett is getting time on your, your statewide network and that you were telling Ben Tenney about such a great artist. And then you said something, Bill, and I, I texted Ben. It frustrated me. You kept saying, well, you don't listen to Buffett, you party to Buffett, which is. But Buffett's music is so good, you should listen to it too. So oh, I, I listen to and it. Then I listen to Jimmy Buffett.
0: Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I listen to it and, and I enjoy it, but there are people that say, well, he's not a great artist. It's not like you're going to see this incredible band. He's just a party. And I agree with that. I listen to it, but for people that don't understand it and may not like the music itself, it isn't necessarily about the music, it is about the atmosphere that is created both outside and inside the venue as the concert becomes prevalent
5: i'm all about that i love a good party concert the band i mean bill i I, you know i i love sports radio but my backup plan was get really good at an instrument and play in the coral reefer band that was my childhood i grew up playing piano play a little guitar and i said i want to be in the coral reefer band i wish i was the same age as buffett then maybe that it would work a little better They're all kind of old but no the music is the music is awesome i'm glad to hear that you listen to a little bit because you have a tiki bar bill there's no better place other than maybe a boat there's no better place to listen to Jimmy Buffett than sitting around the tiki bar. I mean, that's the tiki phenomenal.
0: bar, the boat—absolutely, either place. It's always, it's always on. There's no doubt. So I, I can, I believe, come up with a pair of tickets. I'm not quite sure if it's lawn or not, but if I do come up with them, are you in?
5: Well, I, I feel like I need. Do I need to ride my motorcycle there? I feel like that's probably what the group is. will. No, doing? you don't have to. Like you, you come right on down.
0: You come down and meet us, and uh, you just jump in the RV as we head down towards uh, Alpine Valley, and, and, you know, you're in. I mean, it's that simple. Unless, of course, you want to come and stay in the area by the house. Then you just come to the house and and hang out until we all go because there's there's a big uh, group of people that are heading down there.
5: Be um, in Milwaukee this weekend, anyways. That's where my girlfriend lives, and we were, you know, we're looking for something to do. And I don't—that's not a long drive to East Troy. I don't know how far it is, but we'll drive to Chicago for a concert or whatever. So if there are some, uh, if there's some lawn tickets on the line, they could be back row. I mean, I—I I saw him at Target Field three summers ago, and we were the like the Jordan Love seat. The—I'm the, not kidding. The very top row <laughs> was behind home plate. I still—I could not have been farther away from the stage and still have been in the stadium. I would have needed to yeah. be out on the street to be farther away. So I'm, that I'm not against the cheap seats at
0: all, at all. I will find out probably by end of day uh, as to whether or not I've come up with a set of tickets and a scenario for you to enjoy yourself. So uh, if indeed you are in, uh, the call and the text have been made, and I will find out hopefully here in the next few hours as to whether or not. Grant Bills has uh, a pair of tickets. I do have the extra ticket now. Ben Kenny has to take us up on this. I sent Ben some pictures from uh, one of the tailgate parties I had a few years ago when Jimmy Buffett was in town. He and has his hose uh, out, <laughs> and Ben has enjoyed them. So it is a party. So we will uh, we will see. But if you uh, want the lawn tickets, I think we can. I think we can finagle that.
5: True parrot head and an excellent colleague, Bill. If that could be arranged, I will uh, most definitely take you up on that. I'd appreciate it. I, I get okay. it. I get it. You got a lot of friends, a lot of tickets, but that would be cool. Yeah, let me know.
0: So uh, let's talk Brewers real quick. Uh, are you on the uh, camp of trade hater now or trade hater later or pay to man and keep him around?
5: Uh, keep him. Tr- trade all the prospects. I am Mr. Trade the Prospects guy. That has been the last two weeks on my show. This is your window, Bill. You got to go for it this year and next year because you have all these great starting pitchers. I know the offense isn't great, but like, look what the Braves did last year, right? They go out and they get three big bats. They basically get a whole new outfield. Why don't the Brewers they get a whole new outfield and a whole new infield? Replace everybody. Like, I, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just get the offense you need to go with this starting pitching because if you just get a couple good bats, it doesn't have to be six bats, but if you can get two big bats that add some offense and re energize everybody else. And then at a reliever, all the contenders at a reliever, man, you're set. That's a team that could get hot with this starting pitching and Freddie Peralta coming back. Hader always struggles in July. I'm not overly worried about him. You got your Devin Williams setup, man, kind of similar to what they did in 2018. I'm, I'm out on this team right now, but I can get back in very easily if they're aggressive at the trade deadline. I'm a little worried about the ownership, though, Bill. Like, what if they don't want to be aggressive? That might That might really bum me out, but I think they're going to make some moves. I'm hopeful.
0: Um, so now you tell me, so we were just sitting here to talk about being hopeful. Okay. So yeah. is it one big bat or two, or is it a bat and a pitcher? What do you prefer them to get? And what do you think reality is?
5: Well, I think every contending team every year should get a reliever. That's just like the price of admission to the playoffs, right? Even if you don't add anything else, you add a reliever. Cause that's what contending teams do. Uh, the nice thing about the Brewers is they don't like, you could trade anyone on this team. If you don't have one untouchable guy. Like, if you wanted to trade Colt Long to upgrade a second base or Hunter Renfro and right, yeah, Renfro's great, but if you have a chance to upgrade, like, I'll take it. You could upgrade anywhere, which means basically every option is on the table. So David Sterns could call every team about every bat, and they're not really beholden to looking for specific positions. Any place you can upgrade um, would be great. If they could get one or two bats, again, I, I think adding some new bats will energize the guys who are here. Like, if you go get a couple of big bats, I think that helps Narvaez, that helps Yelich, that helps everyone else. I think it takes one or two guys to add some production and add some consistent hitting. But then that re-energizes the rest of the lineup, too. I don't think the Brewers are that far away. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm way too hopeful. But I think with a couple of big moves, like, you're going to have to give up some prospects. But in my opinion, that's what prospects are for. Like, the Brewers have garbage for 90 percent of their existence we have a two-year window here where you could really do some things i think it's time to spend yeah one or two bats and a reliever that's that's my wish
0: see that's i agree with that i i think that they are not far away uh i think that they have been they're all or nothing we know that but let's just say they go on a run where they win four out of seven uh consistently because they're all rather than nothing Then you talk about winning series, and so I think anything can happen. It's not that I'm an optimistic, you know, crazy guy with all the stars in my eyes, but I still think the Brewers can win, and they can win consistently against good teams. So that being said, uh, how much more do you think this team is going to get out of, say, if Freddie Peralta does come back? Woodruff continues to pitch well. Obviously, Corbin Burns. I mean, if you get this thing back where it's healthy, are they a Mm -hmm. team that is competitive with the Mets and the Dodgers, or are they still – two bats away from being that competitive?
5: Well, they're not as good as the Mets and the Dodgers. And I don't think, unless you unless they go hog wild at the trade deadline, they're not going to be. But they could be good enough, and with this pitching, they could be the team that gets hot, right? They could be the team that sneaks into the playoffs, not sneaks in, but Nobody's talking about like the Braves or like the Nationals. They're not going to be favored in a series against the Mets or the Dodgers. But Bill, how many times have we seen the Dodgers lose to a team worse than them, or how many times have we seen the Mets completely melt down and look like a second, you know, a different team in the second half? So I like, I I don't know. I'm not too worried about exactly stacking up with the Mets and the Dodgers. I think you get two bats, you get a reliever, and you're right there. Freddie Peralta comes back. Bill, have you and Ben talked about this? What if they use Freddie Peralta in that? middle relief role similarly to the way they used Burns in 2018 is that a more effective use of him like if he comes back and he's an elite starter great but they might be able to get a little bit more juice for their squeeze if they use him in that middle reliever two inning guy and they could use him a couple of times throughout the series rather than just for a starter two. maybe David Stearns and Craig Council are thinking about
0: that they may do that when he first come back. First comes back, just because he's going to be on somewhat of a pitch count. Maybe they do that. Uh, I, I that's not a terrible idea, to be honest with you. I just how comfortable it would have to be. How comfortable is Freddie coming out of the pen? You know what I mean?
5: Yeah. And some guys are like Jason Alexander. We we joked about this, right? He came out of the pen and he got lit up because he was such an elite starter. You couldn't rewire him to come in and be <laughs> to come in and be reliever. Uh, that's a joke. And I first heard the, the Freddie Peralta take from Ben Kenny where he says, we, we probably get better use for him out of the bullpen. But it's how Freddie reacts to that. That's the that's the question, right? Is he able mm-hmm. to be a useful reliever? I know he was in the pen two years ago after struggling as a starter. So it just depends. Maybe he only works as an elite pitcher, as a starter at this point in his career. But I have a hard time believing that. So I wouldn't be shocked if they try him out of the pen.
0: Grant, good stuff as always. We look forward to uh, hearing you more and more times. As I, by the way, I'm off on Friday. Are you working? Are you Are you in for me? Uh,
5: yes, uh, it will be the Ben Kenny and Grant Bills experience from ten to two on Friday. Are you Are you pre- Buffett? What do you got going on?
0: No, no, we're playing in a charity golf outing for a Children's Hospital. So that's what I got going on. I only that's, take, I take off about five times a year for, for golf outings and such, and so that's what we're doing. But I'm sure by Friday night there's going to be some pre-gaming. So I will let you know by the end of the day what's going on, and, uh, and you shoot me, because uh, I don't even know if I got your phone number, but uh, shoot it to Ben. Ben can shoot it to me, and I will, uh, I will touch base. But I do believe, uh, I just checked my phone moments ago, I do believe that I have a pair of lawn tickets. If you do want to go, I think you can make it in, and then I've got some other things up my sleeve. So it'll, it'll be a good time, man. Uh, thinking
5: by, by the way and if tickets are not bill i just i just appreciate it i like talking about buffett one thing I, I was gonna ask you about and i just forgot you know if you have any connections uh with the buffett group or with radio margaritaville if jimmy buffett was looking to promote his concert this week say on some afternoon radio show from four to six and you knew someone a promoter media media person you know you just sure. you send them my way we will have jimmy we'll have him on for a half hour heck you know whatever you want so just uh All right. I know you got some connections but uh my, way. my connection to yeah, jimmy buffett
0: is the jimmy buffett margaritaville tequila that's my that's my connection oh. to uh to buffett oh. <laughs> and the, that's the best
5: connection there's no better connection now. but yeah. yeah bill just let me know if you don't have tickets it's fine but it was nice to chat buffett and uh no nope. I, I think
0: i think right we do ticket. uh I, I i think we do i'm looking at an email right now uh from a, a friend that's very close to the situation saying i'm working on it should be able to come up with a pair that's exactly Ooh. what he said so uh we should be good to go all right
5: Thanks, Bill, and I appreciate you
0: having me on. Have a good one. All right, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go, Grant Bills, the Grant Bills experience. It's going to be on to the uh, air. God, there you have it. Uh, between Grant and Ben Kenny, uh, doing it last week, going to be doing it again coming up on Friday as well. But good to get uh, Grant on uh, on the hotline as well and joining us for a couple of minutes. Hey, uh, by the way, if you want to get somebody on the hotline, say you got some issues. Uh, manly wise uh call our friends at new Male medical 414-455-4451 that's 414-455-4451 that's the new Male medical center give them a shout and they can all but guarantee that they can help you out 98 percent success rate as a matter of fact 98 percent success rate uh but let's just say uh you're kind of feeling moody sluggish down putting on a little bit of weight could be over the age of 30 check your numbers see if maybe you have low t that could be ailing you a little bit as well or maybe just putting on the weight just because you're just eating too much. You're like, man, I gotta start taking some things off. I gotta I gotta get rid of this. Uh, they have the all-in-one weight loss program as well. They have nutrients, they have supplements, they have vitamins, they have many different things to kind of chemically balance you back out and make you all well again, kind of create a brand new you through new mail. Call them 414-455-4451. That's four one four-four five five-four four five one. Yes, it works, but it doesn't work. If you don't call, again, 414 455 4451. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. John, hey, uh, I've been telling you a long time about uh, our buddy up there in Wausau. That's Dwayne's cover it all, D-U-A-N-E-S. Dwayne's cover it all uh, in Wausau and uh, does fantastic work, uh, incredible work. And I I had him do it, um, my boat, the bimini top, the uh, travel cover, the floor, uh, repaired some upholstery that uh, even my friends that saw it and knew there was a hole there couldn't figure out where the hole went. Uh, He just did amazing work. And whether you're doing that or maybe you have office furniture that needs to be recovered, you don't want to go out and buy new, so you're going to go the economical route, this is the way to do it. Go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. D-U-A-N-E-S, that is Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com, Wisconsin's best. Maybe a canvas uh, you know, awning out in front of your business. I see a lot of them that are moldy, deteriorating. Get that thing redone. Uh, Wisconsin's best canvas upholstery and bow cover provider, Follow him on Facebook or just call him direct, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. That's Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's CoverItAll.com. That's Dwayne's Let's get back to the phone calls, talk to Buddy, our buddy Jeff, listening to us in Manaqua. Jeff, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Oh, not
2: too much, Bill. Doing a little fishing and uh, having a few cocktails here and there. Uh, as Excellent. usual, Bill. Uh, uh, haven't called in in a while. I've uh, been busy. Uh, great, great show as usual, Bill. Thank you. Uh, look forward Look forward to maybe seeing you uh, up here in Tomahawk uh, on that fall ride, either at Gangster Park or Billy Bob's or wherever you might be. Look forward to seeing you. Going to
0: be there for sure.
2: Uh, here's here's my rant for the day, Bill. Not all of uh, Hater's problems here can be laid at his feet. Um, also in his managerial style of Boxberger 7, Devin Williams 8, and Hater 9. Uh, in the last three or four games that I've kind of listened to, uh, Williams comes in in the 8th, in the strikes out the team, and he's gone. Goodbye. Bring in Hater. I mean, why why in the hell can't you know he come in, and if he gets in a little trouble in the ninth, then bring in Hater. I mean, uh, you know this uh, this this philosophy of uh, one guy in the seventh, another guy in the eighth, another
0: guy in the ninth. Let a guy in if the, if the guy's doing well. That's my that's my rant for the day, uh, Bill. All right. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks for uh, giving us a shout and listening. Yes, I will see you up there in Tomahawk for sure. Going to be a gangster's park on that Saturday night for the Tomahawk fall ride. Jackal's playing there, so we're going to be over there most definitely and probably going to catch you down at Holly's as well. Uh, let's, go, let's go back to what you were talking about. A lot of teams, when you have a ninth inning closer, that's what he is. You have your seventh inning guy, your eighth inning setup man, and your ninth inning closer. That's Perfection. That's what every baseball manager wants. So I understand what you're saying about, hey, if Williams is mowing them down, let them keep going. But the way you like to work it is, you know, Williams in the eighth, Hater in the ninth. I mean, go back to, you know, it was, for a long time, the back end of that bullpen, they had seventh, eighth, and ninth. So all you needed to do was get a pitcher that gave you six innings. That was it. Seventh, eighth, and ninth, and they were set up and mowed down. And this team was almost automatic. That's because it takes the pressure off of your starter to go beyond six innings, or to try to figure things out. If you've got a seventh inning man, an eighth inning man, and a ninth inning man, that's just the way baseball is. Now, every now and then, that's going to change, especially if you have a consistency of winning, where you're going to say win six, seven, eight in a row, and you're using your closer every night. You know, in close ball games. But I, I don't have a problem if he lets Devin Williams go every now and then. But I, I'm not going to say Hader's struggles are solely on on Craig Council. The only thing that I can say is, going back a couple of weeks, you had Hader on a Sunday throw 30-plus pitches and then brought him back on a Monday to throw 20-something more and ultimately got hit and got beat, and, and that was kind of like the, the chink in the armor, so to speak where you saw a few cracks here and there in Hater's stuff and maybe he was starting to tire a little bit. Uh but beyond that, I mean, as a manager in baseball, if you've got a closer, that's gold. It just is. That's what you that's what you pine for. So, I get it, but I I'm not going to sit here and say that Hater's issues or what have you I am going people want to find a way to blame it on council and I am just not going there. I just I'm just not. Uh agree or disagree? But uh I'm just not. 8778671670. Um Joshua says, uh, "Hey Bill, I would like to take your idea and expand it a little bit. Put the managers and or hitting coaches at the plate and see if they can practice what they preach." talking about the uh, the ninth inning and uh, when it g- the All-Star game is tied, have then, uh, you know, they're going to go to a home run derby, Major League Baseball is. So if the game is tied tonight after nine innings, you're going to go to a home run derby. Not a fan of this. I said, let me see hitters actually go to the plate, drop down a couple of bunts, one side, the other side, put it in a circle, and then base it left side, base it right side, go the opposite way, and then you earn the right to start hitting home runs, but you only have a total of 10 to 15 pitches to begin with. And then you have to count the home runs to actually get the win. Whereas uh, I, I think it's more of a skills competition in that regard, just an FYI. So what he's saying is, take the hitting coaches and put them out there and say, look, if it's that damn easy and you're teaching this and you know it extremely well, like the back of your hand and what you're supposed to do, then let's see them do it. Let's see the hitting coaches actually do this and see if they can. I would not be uh, adverse to that. Just an FYI. Hmm. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 1670 Give us a shot. Um... Taylor says, uh, just plain and simple, I uh, think he's uh, ready to be home with his young family and maybe mentally uh, let down a little bit too soon. That, that, that could be a good possibility, too. That could be a really good possibility that he just was looking forward to the break, starting to look a little ahead like you and I do. Once we know vacation's right there on the horizon and we're going to be off for a week, that last day of our work, we're starting to pack it in. We're starting to just get stuff ready because we know we're not going to be here. We're getting out of town. We're going to go do whatever. We're excited just to rest, relax, get away, mentally recharge the batteries. Maybe that's where he's at. I could I could certainly understand it. Could certainly understand it. Don't agree with it necessarily. But if it happened, it happened. I could certainly understand it. We're going to uh, take a quick break, come back. Got a lot more to get to. This portion of the program brought to you by our great friends at Stenny's. Stenny, second to National Walkers Point. They were running shuttles the other night to the Motley Crue concert. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Joan Jett, all that kind of stuff. They run uh, shuttles to the concerts. They run them to to different events in downtown Milwaukee. Brewers games, Bucks games, you name it. They got it going on, and they are like the cheers of Milwaukee. Milwaukee's best sports bar, second to National, right there in Walkers Point. There is no better place to be. As they always say, you should be here. That is our friends from stenny's best wings you're ever going to put in your mouth in the bill michael's garlic cheese bread you got it's not on the menu you got to order it but it's so good so good stop down tell ryan natalie everybody howdy and uh, go in and get the wings get a mile get the wings otherwise the jerk is really good garlic parm even better Ooh, really good stuff but then you pair it up with that garlic cheese bread oh my goodness now you got something. And they have the award winning Bloody Marys there as well. Stop into Steny, second to National Walker's Point. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Right Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael show. Welcome back. Good to have you. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. Don't forget about a great place. If you're still looking to do some lake life stuff, get out on the deck, enjoy some music. That's our friends at Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake, going and say hi to Trish, who was the GM over there. And uh, just say, Hey, I uh, heard about it here on the Bill Michael show. Just want to come in and check it out. It's a great place. Guarantee you're going to leave with a smile on your face. Good people, really good food, terrific atmosphere, beautiful view of Pewaukee Lake. Stop in and uh, and, and check that out for yourself. That is our friends over there at uh, at Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake. Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake. Good, good stuff. Um, got, we got a couple of things I want to get to. We'll do this in the next hour, but um, Greg Jennings has some things to say. I know many of you are not the biggest Greg Jennings fan. But that being said, um, we're going to hear from uh, what Greg had to had to say, and uh, listen listen to some of that talking about uh, the the division this year. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Um, so there is that discussion coming up. We can continue on with the Josh Hader stuff as well, and uh, talk a little bit about the Midsummer Classic. Is the All Star Game coming up tonight? Um, and, and, got an email here. This one's from uh, Jason. Jason says, uh, Hey Bill, I completely agree with you. This is the most pure all-star game out of all the sports. Now you can have all-star shootouts in NASCAR and they race hard and they race to win. But this game, as opposed to, and then he's got NBA, NFL, NHL. Um, he says this game is the purest and they actually compete. That's why it's enjoyable to watch. It's the game's best, uh, going head to head against one another. And uh, appreciate the email. Thanks very much. This is from Greg. Greg says a long time as long as Council's the manager, you got to trade him. Council continuously brings Hater in in the ninth inning, and the game is tied, leaving the team totally exposed in the tenth inning with nobody to pitch, and the crucial situation where you have a guy on second and need your strikeout ace. Bill, are you able to check uh, Hater's numbers when the game is tied versus when they are have a lead? It seems like his numbers are not good. When things are tied. That's Greg listening to us in Tomahawk. Um, Greg, I, usually usually when he'll bring him into a game in which the game is tied in the night is usually at home. Knowing that you have the last at bat. Usually. You very rarely do that on the road. So when you say they bring him in, usually that's at home, very rarely on the road. I don't have the number sitting in front of me, so uh, it's something maybe we can look up. I don't have those splits. But um, but usually the, the thought process is, the managerial thought process is, you bring in your closer in a tie game at home knowing that your team is going to get the last at bat. And if, indeed, you then go to the extras with the runner on second, then because you have the last at bat, your odds of winning go up. So that's the reason you would do it at home. I don't think they do it on the road, just an FYI. But it's something that is done, and it's not just done by Craig Council. It's done by many managers because the thought process is you have the last at bat. Get that last out, set down the opposing team, and then – and then you're able to uh to kind of work things out from there. Um what is this? Daniel Snyder's jet is in Israel? Is that
4: true? Ben, I could be spending time finding those splits, which I might still in a couple minutes, but <laughs> I've spent a lot of time recently following a Twitter account that is tracking where Dan Snyder's yacht goes to and jet And yes, he is now he has spent the last couple of weeks off the coast of Italy uh, in his beautiful yacht and has now flown his private jet to
0: Israel. So he is globally hopping and avoiding the long arm of the law. That is the House subcommittee, which wants him to him to come and testify. Safe to say there are
4: pictures of his jet all lit up or his yacht all lit up at night seems to be Mm -hmm. quite a party vibe going on. So very interesting that the NFL doesn't really care
0: that, you know, traveling the world. Right. Not a worry. Not working. Now, remember, he said he was going overseas and unable to attend when they were going to subpoena him to come before the House subcommittee because he had some NFL Washington commander business. Isn't it interesting that the NFL has never said what that business is? Because you figure the NFL would know if you have business in Italy or if you have business in Israel. I mean, you know, the old adage is if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Daniel Snyder is avoiding being called before the House subcommittee. I don't think there's any doubt. Now, do you think he'll return come the start of the season? Ooh, you would think he needs to eventually, right?
4: He would have to, right? I will note, he was also in the Bahamas this weekend.
0: Dudes everywhere. He's, well, I can't imagine what NFL business he has in the Bahamas.
4: Right? I mean, my original theory was, you know, long lost hidden
0: girlfriends around the world. Maybe that's what it is, or maybe that's all the photo shoot sites that he's trying to erase all the film footage. That he, was, uh, that he was stealing of the cheerleaders getting dressed and undressed. Or that. But Daniel Snyder's jet, uh, according to the Daniel Snyder Yacht Tracker site, has landed in Israel. And he said he had to be out of the country at a particular time because he was out there on NFL and Washington commander business. My question is now, what commander business is he doing in Israel? And then in Italy. And then in the Bahamas. Sounds to me like Daniel Snyder again. Quack, quack. It quacks like a duck. It walks like a duck. It looks like a duck. It's a duck. He's avoiding testifying on Capitol Hill. The mere appearance of impropriety can get you uh, in the hot seat. One more hour yet to go. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen. Rate.
2: Subscribe.